Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the first episode of my new show called Creating Impact. And I am so excited that this show is my first show because I don't know of many other demonstrations of creating impact than one you're going to hear me talk about today with my lovely guests. Now, you may hear me fade in and out of host and, and admiration and respect for them professionally, but then you're going to hear me fall into, that's my mom and my sister them, so we really about to have a good time. <laughs> so, um, I, ladies and gentlemen, everybody, welcome, welcome, Ms. Beverly Wilson Hayes, Ms. Tanya Jones, and Ms. Monique Williams, also known as the Conduits Do It. How y'all doing? <laughs> Man, y'all sure just light my y'all light my heart up when when I see you all. It, whether I see you individually, whether I see you together, like you all are are like it, man. Like as far as seeing what's possible in in the community, it, the communities we come from, seeing what's possible, seeing what when the mom just stands up and take control, how the ripple effect and change that can happen. Um, and so before that, though, before I just jump all into it, I want to take and give you both all three an opportunity to to kind of introduce yourself. I have my accolades. I have what I think is important that people should know about you. But I really just want each and every one of you to take a moment and tell people what you would like them to know most about you. And then we'll start the conversation from there. And uh, I'm pretty sure. Mo and Tanya, y'all won't mind with me starting with mama, would you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Miss Beverly, right? Gee, uh, Rob, thank you so much for having us on your very first um, Impact Zone. Uh, wow, I feel so honored to be here. And the love that you demonstrate to me from the moment you laid eyes on me was instant <laughs> love. And um, what I want you want the world mostly to know about me is that I had a I had a lot of um, challenges and and situations, and I had a lot of things that I learned that I had to unlearn at a certain point in my life when I was in my early thirties. I, I was just like, this is not working. I don't like it. You know, I have to. I have to grow something different because I got three daughters looking at me and two sons. And um, thanks be to God, I ran into, well, it ran into me. I was actually just doing a little grassroots group out in the place uh, near Sierra Vista. My mother lived two houses down and they had a police station that opened the doors for me to start a group there called a sunrise look into reality. Mm. Well, little did I know that this, uh, beginning this was going to lead me to the three principles. And uh, once I learned it, you know, I was going home teaching my kids everything that I was relearning, you know, and I was explaining to them how I understood it at first. This is how I saw it. And a perfect example was where I came from. If you did something bad, you got to whoop it. So, of course, I, caught, I brought that things, those things into my house. But most of my kids didn't like whooping, so they didn't do anything to get them. <laughs> so, you know, and uh, well, my older son said that him, Tanya, and Monique had a different mother than my youngest two, which was really true because he said, those are your psychology kids. 
And where he got that from, it came out of his own mind because it was called Psychology of Mind at the time I started in 1991. And so he said, those are your psychology kids and, and we're your, we your kids that got the other mom, you know. <laughs> and and uh, that was a big statement because learning about the principles led me into so many other, it, it made me say yes to so many other doors. And yeah. those other doors taught me important things about, you know, how to form relationships with my children at a, at a, with more gravity. You know, we were always close, but, you know, I started learning things like let them listen to them and find out if they did something, find out how, be curious as to how it made sense to them. Yeah. Now I'm doing this out in the world. I'm doing it in the world because I was in a program. I had 125 men and women that I was sponsoring and I was on the NA hotline for suicide watch for five years raising my five kids and whoever else would come you know because I had seven siblings too that I helped raise from the age of seven years old on up wow. so I had very I was very familiar with children and I love children I love to cook and I love to make things fun you know uh, my daughter named me Mary Poppins. <laughs> and, 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 uh, I didn't know if I liked that name, but, you know, as I got more, you know, as I became more of my new self, I started to understand that that was a high compliment. Yeah. You yeah. know, because, you know, we had the skill. My grandmother taught us, take what you got and make what you need. You know, that was something I kept because it helped you out in times of need. A mother can go in the kitchen you can think you ain't got that much food, but a mother can go in the kitchen and make a meal. Yeah. You know, and then there's Tanya sitting on the floor watching everything that I do because only because she wants to duplicate it and make food. And I'm eating the food and I'm wondering, girl, is this real a Memorex? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> she didn't got it so close to what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, then here come then here come my little Janique. Janique would be here today, but she's not feeling well. She just had her new baby. We got uh, two new, we got two new, I got two new great grandbabies in one week. They're seven days apart. Uh, so it's four generations of us usually, but this time we just have to do it with Janique. She she uh begged off and I said, baby, do what makes sense to you. It's gonna yeah, be other absolutely. times. We'll get another absolutely. time. Oh, we'll so, definitely get her on. Oh, yeah, we will. I know we will. And so, you know, I watched her. She was looking up, watching her mom and watching me, you know. And I just tried to uh, do all I could throughout the years to speak to my children. Sometimes people talk to strangers kinder than they talk to their children. Mm -hmm. When charity begins at home and goes abroad, that's what I knew from the Book of Antiquity. So that's what I always tried to practice. You know what I mean? Even, I mean, all my life, I wanted to do good and be good. But once I learned about the three principles and I, start, uh, I started understanding things in life and what the understanding brought me so much relief, which is peace. Mm -hmm. it, meant, it don't mean that everything that I understood, I liked or even agreed with. But the understanding gave me a way to see how it made sense to the other person. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that, that levels the playing field. You know, it's no matter what you're doing, it's a game changer. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Because if you got a dislike for police officers, 
You know, my life led me where I was working with a police officer. We was handing gloves, and today he's we we like this. We best friends. You know, he was a narc. He was a narcotic agent when I was doing drugs, but we didn't know each other then. But life wow. put us together, and I taught him about the recovering people, and he taught me about the protocol for being a police officer. And together we was able to transmit that to a whole community and change the whole flavor. I mean, it changed, it changed. They end up calling it, doing a 12 page spread and calling it a miracle on 66th Avenue in one of the mm. highest crime rated communities in the world, Levitt in the nation. And see, that's the kind of stuff that was the backbone, but everything began at home. Yeah. And so my kids can tell you how I wish my granddaughter was here because one time she was in trouble because she was she's very tall. She's like 5'11 now. But growing up and all of us in school, we were taller than all our classmates because we're tall women, tall and you know, beautiful. So tall and beautiful. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I will so second that one right there. I, agree. So my I got you. My granddaughter, she got the triple. She got the triple whammy, you know. She's 5'11", good looking, but she didn't know it, you know, because kids in school, they, they tease you. They call you string bean, a telephone pole, and all this stuff. And she was having some things that she wanted to happen in her development that wasn't happening fast enough to her. But, you know, I'm a praying woman, too. So when I pray, I go into the secret place of the most high and I get up inside myself and out of my mouth, I promised my granddaughter something that I prayed to God when I left her. It was him and not me. <laughs> she might tell you that story one day, but she might not. And then I remember out of, uh, her discomfort uh, going through school and I had experienced a lot of the same stuff, you know. Hey, students, but you got these people always, yeah, 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 you know. So I read her a little book, and I, I made it about a girl named Jeannie. But I told her, and I taught her about how we function psychologically and how the world really can't impact us once we know this. We walk in our own brand of dignity and that we can start smiling, not laughing, but smiling at things other people say when we know who we are from the inside out. And this kid gravitated. She gravitated with that little book. And, um, and later in life, just about uh, last year when it was during COVID, my daughter called me. She said, Mom, we need that book for Tanique. We need that book. My granddaughter was going through something called um, Ticks. What anxiety was it? Ticks. Anxiety ticks. Oh, gotcha. And she, and she was starting to talk like she had Tourette's. And I told Monique, call me from work. And I swear she was screaming, but she, she said she wasn't. But I, she wasn't <laughs> screaming, but I heard her, yeah. her mother's heart screams. Yeah. I heard them. And I said, baby, don't worry about it. I'll get my computer and I'll go over there and we'll sit out. If I'm at home, we'll do it on the computer, but I'm going over there twice a week and work with my child. And I meant that with everything in me, uh, Rob. And uh, we got into we got into writing, a, making a book, and, and it was so fun. We had this whole story, and but in the whole time, the process of the book was teaching her about how to overcome anxiety and get back to her own peace inside her own soul. It was teaching her how, you know, uh, when things change in life, how it can just disrupt our whole system. 
But if we understand that, we can go back to that blue dot. I call it a blue dot of well-being, our innate mental health. And these kids, she, they ate it up, her and Tyler. They they had their own private sessions with their grandmother for weeks, for wow. weeks, for months. And guess what? The anxiety ticks, <laughs> where'd they go? They went back to where they came from in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I told them to go to hell. <laughs> so they gone. We don't know where they came yes. from, but they ain't here no more. Yes. Yes. No, no, yes. No. And so that's that's kind of how it works. And even with the babies, you know, like when when uh, Monique was pregnant with Janique in her stomach, I encouraged Monique. I said, do your homework out loud. Because the baby is taking everything in that we're doing. So we would deliberately yeah. speak to all of us, Tanya, all of us. We would be rubbing Monique's belly, talking to Janique like we already knew her. So when yeah. she came out, she already, she was advanced. So I took her to, the, went to her doctor's appointment with her. She was two years old. She, and I had taught her about the doctor's office. You know, I gave her like a little preview of what to expect. And she said, uh, well, well, what is that they wear around that he's where I said, that's a stethoscope. And so we get in the doctor's office. I'm not thinking anything. He's getting ready to examine her, listening to her heart. And she touched it. She said, that's a stethoscope. And the doctor was like, how old is this kid? <laughs> he is scary, you know, because she, she had this big old long, this big vocabulary because yeah. her mother read and tiny, they all read their homework out loud while she was in the womb. You don't yeah. wait until people get here. Sometimes it's too late. We have to start. And so that's been a practice on all the pregnancies. Now, now my granddaughter's doing it and, and pumping out athletes and geniuses. You know, they're just brilliant little kids. Oh, my God. I... And, and I get to watch. God, let me stay here to see it all. So I'm gonna pass it on now. <laughs> no, I what I love about it, Mama, is this is it. Like you just laid out what I'm talking about, creating impact. Like, what can happen when a kid just know they're loved? What can happen yes. when they're taught? I'm not here to tell you that the world ain't gonna it's gonna be yeah. oysters and stuff. No, no. But I'm still telling you, you responsible for you, though. That's right. Like, you still like I'm not I'm not trying to not have you be accountable for your actions. No, no. I'm just saying, though, there's some special that's inside yeah. of you. That blue dot, like you talked yeah. about, that you can this whole thing changes. Yeah. Like that's that's I mean, again, I was 40 some when I got it. Yeah, like a kid in the candy store. Like, right yeah. now, like I am. Yeah, I am on cloud nine of my blue dot. Like, oh. yeah, really? You know, so thank you so much, Tanya. I I'm gonna jump over there to you and and go where you want to go. But you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then just kind of riff from what what did that feel like having that type of support? Wow. See, I'm already going to start crying, but that's okay, because I'm taking my breath. But, um, well, we're doing it. <laughs> mama, 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 get you. Well, thank you. I want. I just want to say uh, thank you so much, Rob, for um, having me on. I really appreciate you. And, and um, yeah, we, we definitely got to get together and talk some more. Um, but, um, wow, just my life, my life, my life. Um, I know my mom tells a story um, about um, when I was a little bit younger. I used to 
think I was in the wrong family at one point because <laughs> it was a lot of us. <laughs> and um, because I was the oldest, I had a lot of responsibilities. Sure did. And hindsight, looking back, I really appreciate that because it kept me grounded. It really it made me responsible and kept me on the straight and narrow. It, it gave me purpose in life. Um, even through hard times, because um, we, we, we didn't always have it easy, but there was always love around me. Always had, I had two grandmothers that loved me. I knew that they loved me. I had a mother, even in her um, addictions and different things that went on with my mom, I knew she loved me and she did the best that she could. Even when when people said things, because we people said said things in my childhood to me about me, horrible things. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, even with all my, my thinking, my, my, my crazy thinking and different things that I thought about myself, you know, because yeah, we were bullied in school too. We were bullied. Yes. You know, because we were the tall, tall kids. We were called, they call, used to call us money. They used to say we were, call us olive oil, totals. Hula hoop, the cheerio. Um, <laughs> so, but even with all of that, I knew I was loved. Um, you know, my grandmother, you know, my grandmother, my, my granny, and my, my mom's mom, you know, we used to come over there with all the cousins. It was, it was a lot of us. I, don't, I mean, it was 20 something of us kids. You know, my grandmother would make some of the best chicken, fried chicken, fried green tomatoes. That was, that was how she expressed her love. I would have been there watching, helping her make, make the food, you know, cause I would get the first dibs, but <laughs> I was the favorite. And I was, I'm saying everybody was a favorite, but. But just knowing that growing up, it does something for you. Uh. You know, and I, and I went, you know, went on, to, you know, growing up and, and I graduated high school. And then I was, I, I had a lot of, I still had, I had a lot of uncertainty growing up and I didn't know what I wanted to do um, in life. Um, you know, I, I was trying to, trying to leave my circumstances because where, where, where I was um, in Stockton, California, it was, it was not, um, the place I wanted. I wanted to do something something different. And I ended up- That's when, That was when huh? old good uncle stepped up and was like, I got something for you, huh? That <laughs> old good uncle of ours. Yeah, he showed up to my oh door my too, Tanya. That old good uncle we got oh that showed goodness. up. Oh my goodness. If I would have knew what I knew now, I would have <laughs> made some, some other choices. Yeah, I signed up for the old Armee. Um, that was a, that was a, I got shell shocked right there. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, I, I didn't stay in as long as I I, I should have. But I mean, I, I should have went to another branch, but I went to the army and I stayed there for a little while. And that didn't quite work out because there were some things going on there that were um, uh, it was it was some bad stuff going on there. Racism, yeah, yeah. sexism. I, I think I almost died there. But um, <laughs> <laughs> time to go. <laughs> Just time, time to go. go. Yeah, time to go. You know, yeah. then um, I went to college for a little while, and then I ended up going to Job Corps, 
and that's where I found my my um, calling. I went to went up end up going to um, school to, and I went to Amtrak, and that's where I ended up retiring, working there for t over twenty two years, and I ended up retiring. But um, through all of that process, um, you know, I came in contact with with um, the three principles or first psychology of mom with, with my mom, and but it was it was first with 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 dealing with. Um, you know, with love, 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 love. And um, I don't think if I had that foundation in the beginning, all of the, 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 the knowledge and the, um, the teachings of the three principles, I don't think all of that would have resonated with me as it does right now. Yeah. Um, because I'm I'm re, I'm relearning more and more about that right now because I do suffer from anxiety and depression and um, every day is a struggle at times but I don't dwell in that place because I know I have a family that loves me and I know that I can go anywhere be around anybody any situation I know that I, that I, 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 and me, that I'll be okay. Wow. And with this understanding, it makes, it has made a lasting impact on my life. And with the family that I'm in, they accept me, they accept me for who I am. Wow. And they, they love me for who I am. Wow. And you can't get that anywhere. You can't get that anywhere. Um, we love you. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I, it's it's so funny because <laughs> when Mama was talking to you, she talked about when I first met her. It's one of the first things I screamed, like I know you, because it was that love. Like I recognized, like no, that late, no, no, I know, no, I know you, like. The love, my grandmother, when I would get suspended from school and they would drop me off, I had my dad's mom. She ran the house. She was the one who cooked on Sunday, you know, this and that. And so I would have to pass my cousin's class who see me going to the principal's office, who going to tell everybody who's listening. <laughs> and then when I get to the principal's office, because I'm acting up with the kids and they're like, you got to go home. But my mom was working, my dad was working, you know, so I would get sent to my grandma house. It became my thing to get kicked out of school mm. because they didn't really like Rob. Every time Robert did something at school, it was don't do that, Robert. Robert, sit down somewhere now, Robert. Robert, you're not Robert just over and over and over again. When I got to my grandma house, it was the hug. Yes. And she said, come on, baby, help me cook this dinner. Yes. She, I mean, she, I mean, none of that, all of the stuff that I would get from, you know, when I got to my mom, it was different. It wasn't even a conversation. <laughs> Let's just say it that way. It, it wasn't no words. It was all furniture moving though. Like it wasn't no words, but it was my grandma was like, yeah. Right. And as a product of that, my aunt's kind of picked it up like mama he all right like the boy getting sent home yeah right. and they picked it up 
and they kept telling me, oh, oh, okay, baby, you, you'll get it. You, it's, it's something. We'll figure it out, but it's something. You just keep going. You just keep it. And they would push it. Yep. Tanya, I don't care how much trouble I've ever been in my life, whether jail, you know, crying myself to sleep in jail, whether in substance abuse counseling, PTSD count. I don't care where I've been. I always remember that my aunts, my grandmother, unconditionally love me. Now, my parents love me, but they had stuff they had to tell me to do. So I didn't really know if with my aunts and my grandmother, it was like a volunteering of accepting me for just who I was. Yes, yes, yes. And and I didn't know the ripple effect that I didn't know how long that carried me until I came into this understanding. I didn't know how that was actually the lifeline. Yes. Until I start watching it play out. And that's, I was like, oh, no, I saw her do it to, wait, I had that. Oh, got it. Yes. You know, I, I, and I just, I just love that. I love the way you shared that and, and just talked about how important it is. Again, talking about creating impact to know you have a place where you're loved. Yes. Like, so if you look, if you want to look at, oh, you want to create impact in the world, if you look at the impact leaders, I bet they all can point to a place where they know they're loved. Yeah. Yes. So thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Now we go up top. Should I do it two times? Captain, Lieutenant, like the email, yeah. correctional <laughs> services. You know. Monique. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing, beautiful? Today is a great day. I feel so blessed to be in the presence of my brother. Thank you for having us on. Very proud of everything you're doing in this world, what you're creating, the impact you're having, on the impact you've had on us individually and as a whole. Uh, Conduits do it are always ready to do it. So we appreciate (laughs) you bringing us on. And, um, you know, I really like what we're talking about here. It brings a beautiful, beautiful, soothing feeling. I spent the weekend with um, my four children and my four grandchildren because I have two brand new grandchildren. And I'm telling you that there's something to say about levels of love flowing through the family. And I know where I know where my foundation and my love came from. But what I got to share with them this weekend, because um, you know, the anxieties of being a parent because you're so yeah. wanting your child to have. I told my kids, I've been praying since I was nine years old for a grandmother's love for when I have children. So when I had children, I always had fun with them because I had really prayed. I, I really prayed yeah. for a grandmother's love because it, it seemed like kind of what you just described that, you know, the parents, they're going to work and to um, do the things that need to be done for the children, take care of the children. But the grandmother's love is the love that's impactful because she's not having to worry about, you know, that initial taking care. And I'm sorry to say, I don't know where mama got her. I don't even never heard her say it out loud, but her, she got like a great granny's love. (laughs) I called her Mary Poppins because she would take us out. What mother waits for it to rain cats and dogs and skips you out your front door to play in the rain? Like, like a movie, like we're singing in the rain. Like who does that, you know? And then 
you know, she always had like <clears throat> a great grandmother's love. Like, like she just, she didn't let the parenting, the, the stench, the, the heaviness of parenting and what you want to see come out of your children. She didn't let that stop her from just being free and allowing us to be free. So when I spent the weekend with my um, grandchildren, they all came over <clears throat> to the house and mama was talking about that cooking because I made a big breakfast and a big dinner just so that they can just enjoy and have fun. And I was in hog heaven doing it. Right. <laughs> but anyhow, <laughs> but anyhow um, so I was explaining to them that uh, some of the things that they were telling me that they were going through with, you know, the children, I was like, just ask for a, a grandmother's love. It's a lighter love, but it's a more infused love, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, so I understand what you were saying about your grandmother and the difference between your parents. So for me growing up, I can always say this, this, this God who gave me this mother and my family, like who gave me this mother was amazing because I always tell my mom and I'll say it a million times. I sat on the edge of time and I was like, I want that one. Her. <laughs> that one. And I'm going to tell you right now, if anybody really knew my mom, she ain't no easy mama. Like, my mom was the type of mom that if you didn't wash the dishes like, right? Like, you would wake up in the middle of the night and wash them again. You know the kind of bosses that yeah. they bosses? Mama was a boss and it was just in her naturally, but she always loved. So you knew you had to do things right. And you knew there was a quiet expectation for excellence, no matter what. Tanya said it right. Good, bad, or indifferent, no matter where we was living, what was going on. There was an expectation. You better bring home some A's yeah. and, <laughs> and you sure better have that house clean by the time she get off work <laughs> or wherever she was coming from. That house better be spotless. And who was the kid who I waited to the last minute to do everything, still doing it. And <laughs> I would hurry up and twirl the world and clean to a T. So when she walked in the house, yeah, I wasn't when... gonna get my butt. <laughs> but that's so beautiful in itself, though. It was like your personality could come through still. You can wait up to the last minute you want to. Great. But it's still gonna be done by the time she hit that door. That's uh, right. By the time that key hit the front door, it, and I don't care how loud the house is, everybody here when that key hit the front door, it, it oh, everything Mama changed. Here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> everything changes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Well, what I love about the conversation and the way it's taken is. Again, the whole reason I wanted this show is to show people really how easy it is to impact the world or to really just go out and be the change in the world that we keep pointing at other people to be and do. We keep holding so many other people accountable for raising our children. We keep saying it's everybody else's responsibility. And it was like, I've been wanting to showcase the simplicity of creating impact so long now. And it's like, this is what it is a grandmother's heart around your children like yeah i didn't think about it that way but i run at my grandson totally different than i run at my daughters totally different i'm watching him i'm talking to my daughter and she's saying something very serious and all of a sudden out the back of the corner 
I see my grandson jump off the couch, turn the flip in the air, hit the ground, slide out of camera view. Now, I probably should have said, don't do that again. <laughs> but I was so impressed by it. <laughs> I, I said, hey, boy, what you do? Do that again. <laughs> and now he goes back and my daughter's like no do that again and I was like no you got the sense like he ran jumped on the table jumped from the table to the top of the couch and flipped up girl we got to see that again exactly after after he you know he go into the room or whatever we were having to come and say and I had to bust out laughing because I said oh my god Girl, if you would have done that to me as a parent, like you say, whoopings, I'd have lit you up. I'd have, I'd have turned this house over because as the parent, that type of behavior meant something different to me. Yeah. But as the grandparent, well, not even as a grandparent, as now with this understanding of how my mind worked, I just yeah. see the boy just foe. Yeah, just he's just four years old, and that's what little four year old boys do. Do yeah, like that. He ain't no different than any. I bet if we could take the camera off him and put it over ten mom's shoulders, there's little four year old boys turning cartwheels off. Like, and it was like, oh, that's it. That's beautiful too. So the understanding gives us space to see, like you saw. He's just four. He's just four. Yeah, clarity, clarity, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Mama, back to you, Miss Bev. Now, I know probably as, as things are going, you may not have known this, but when did you see that your legacy was from all that you've done, from the miracle and the, the Coliseum's Gardens and the teaching and the transformation? Like, when did it hit for you that the legacy was now going to be? setting up the conduits do it for y'all to go out and make this impact like doing this with your daughters and your granddaughter when did that hit for you okay you know uh along the way i watched my kids do excellence tanya she's very uh humble in what she said but tanya got a medical discharge from the army which was honorable tanya went to job corps she didn't just stay in the little part of job corps she went to the one in hollywood that was for the people that did excellent and when she got that job at Amtrak, they wanted 17 youth from around the nation to work on the auto train that goes from Virginia to Washington, D.C. or Florida or somewhere. And she was picked. She was one of those 17 for her excellence. I watched Monique. She started at McDonald's, but she didn't just stay in no cashier. Next thing you know, Monique is managing and running everything. She yeah, that sounds like Monique. She went to the hospital and she was working. They hired her as a food server. That girl didn't spend one day in food service. They found out that she knew that she had secretarial skills. She was working in the in the money changing department, taking money to the bank every day for for years before wow. before the union. Uh, she reported to the union. They had to pay her all that money back. I just think excellent all along the way. How we got to the conduits, do it. My kids have been coming to trainings with me for years. My granddaughter used to, she would be my secretary, the receptionist, and collect the money and help me set up the trainings for years. How conduits, do it came about was Monique took a class. 
I told her, I said, there's some things about business I don't know. I said, but this woman that is just after me to help work, to work with her, uh, and I asked her a point blank period questions and she just gave me all the straight answers. I said, Monique, um, she gave me an opportunity to send some people to her class. I said, and I'm a, I'm a, I prayed about it. I had seven people that I told. And Monique was one of them and another girl. They was only two out of seven that decided to go. And during the process of Monique taking this six months course, she had to start a business. So mm. we was talking about the business and I, we was just casually talking. We was just sitting down. I said, well, what we really are can do it. We're just vessels for which the spirit can flow through. Yeah. And then and then we talked a little more and she's and she was saying something about something that she had to do that was hard that she did just outstanding you know somersaults because we thought she was going to be a gymnast she was so so flexible when she was little and, and so i said well come do it do it and she said mom that's our name that's, that's it <laughs> you know so Really, I'm not I'm not in the company for uh, a long time or a lot because I'm, I'm really living my life. I have my private practice that I do. I've been doing for 33 years, but I want these kids to get uh, uh, a jump start into their private practices. Uh, They've been working with people for years, yeah. helping people for years, just because uh, we learned to volunteer all my life. I, my kids, I volunteered. They went to work with me from when they were little bitty kids. And so we, we, but now it's time to not only volunteer, but create a business that you can have some, see some profit for and, and the granddaughter's in it. And now we're training up the four-year-old. She's learning. Oh, we did something with potty training. That was three principles straight up. And all I told her was, I said, I bought her some uh, pull-up pants that had Mickey Mouse on them. She liked Mickey Mouse. So I told her, I said, well, I'll tell you what. I said, I said, Janique, you're going to be a big sister now. And so the day of the baby shower for the new baby, I bought her three sets of underwear, the T-shirt, the little pants to go to them and Mickey Mouse and everything. And so she said, I said, if you use your little potty, because they had her potty chair that flush and everything, it was just magnificent. <laughs> I said, Grandma's going to bring you some big girl stuff and it's going to match. It's going to be cute as cute as cute. So I brought her the stuff, and I mean, her brain from being under the influence of the ripple effect of these principles, because we surrounded. Tanya's now doing it. Uh, Monique's uh. doing it. We've been doing it, but now they get in their own form. And how it's impacting the family is that the baby decided when I brought her the things that she wasn't wearing no more pull ups. Mm. And Janique had the baby the next day after the baby shower. I just brought him to her one day. She started wearing them that day. Wow. No, no pressure, no influence, no nothing. She just made it in her heart's mind that she was going the big girl now. Oh, she was good. gonna wear her, and that's powerful. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. When when you're talking, all I can hear is inheritance, but something more, more powerful than the dollar. Like yeah. The 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 understanding you pass will produce dollars. That's inevitable. Yes. That's yes, inevitable. Yes. But what you gave them was the biggest inheritance that any mom could pass to a cow child <laughs> is the ability to see yourself. Yes. And the and to move forward with it, you know. Oh man. Yeah, because it's not only generational, it's uh uh conduits do it, it's generational health, 
wealth and well-being. It's all yes. those things because all those things will come from a good heart. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to come like that. So, although that's it, how it all got started. Yeah, although <laughs> that did break my heart because Everly told me, she told me I'm. She told me I'm. I'm not a baby. I can't call her baby anymore because she's potty trained. She's she says, a big girl. She says I'm a big girl now. That's what she said. Yeah, yes. she can't be. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just. She internalized it, just like yeah. that. That just is one little yeah. conversation. My four year old, like my four year old great niece told me she. I can't call her baby anymore. So anymore. That 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 made me cry. Uh, I love that because I, I got a little no. nephew, that a little niece that I don't talk to like a baby. She's the first one I kind of, you know, when she says something, I don't do that. Okay, baby. It's like, uh -huh. hey, talk no, just to talk it. to her. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and so too. I remember this time she was about to get, my brother was about to spank her for something she was doing. So I took the ball to stop it from being thrown around because I didn't want to get a spanking. Right. So here I go. I'm big uncle who knows better. Right. She starts to crying. And so my brother's coming down. I said, I got it, man. I got it. I go, you know, and they already be picking with me now anyway, because I don't spank. I don't do any of this. I don't eat meat. They be looking at me like I'm crazy anyway. in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. But so I sit down with my niece. We're sitting on the floor. She's five years old. And I, I said, now I took that ball. Because you were throwing it. Your dad said, don't throw it. And once your grandma start fussing, your dad going to start fussing. And, you, you know, my mom, you know, you're, you're probably going to get a spanking. And baby, I don't want you to get a spanking. This little girl takes a deep breath. She goes, okay, Uncle Robert, but you still hurt my feelings. Whoa. I literally got up off the floor. It's like, she good. Cause she's the child. Everybody has said, "Oh, she's she's AD this," or they've tried every diagnosis. Yeah, yeah, because she, when she get to school, she likes to have fun at school. You know, yeah. like I was. <laughs> so, yeah, of me course, too. That's why I get it. You me know, too. me too. <laughs> but, but when she said that to me, I was like, "Oh my god, how did I miss that?" You're right. You're five years old. You've been playing with a ball all day, and I just took it and put it up in sight. Where you can't reach it, of course that makes you sad. Yeah. Oh my God. How did I miss that? Like that, that and now she calls me a best friend. She'll say, it. Yeah. She's like, she's like, is that my uncle Robert? She's like, that's my best friend. And they said, why? He said, because he'll talk to me. Like it, that's just clean how she is yeah. with it. Yeah. Just yeah. no, no more. And the, the conversations are so interesting. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, here it is. I'm having an interesting conversation with a five-year-old that's yeah. teaching me more than the adults I deal yeah. with on a daily basis. Like, yeah. she's like, I get, bro, I get all of what you're saying. Yeah. That still hurt my feelings. So, yeah. you on yapping all you want with your, your coach talk and your, and your California lingo. But what you did was you hurt my feelings. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. And you honored her. Oh, yeah, because I saw it immediately. Like, oh, yeah, baby, you're good. Yeah. Mm. So, Tanya, That's here's what wrong. I want to do. Tanya, I want you to kind of tell me what it feels like being in the, the business now and, and what the day-to-days are. And then, Mo, we'll let you close up with where the business is going in the future and the places that you all want to touch and do. All right? So we went with Mom with how we started. You know how it came about. Tanya County, what's happening now? What are y'all doing? The one on ones, the groups. Talk to me about that. 
Well, currently I'm I'm still training. I'm I'm currently okay. doing doing a six month uh, training course right now, and I'm um, I'm excited about that process because I'm still you know my anxiety is still up there, and um, you know I cry too much, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I cry every every platform I was on at the beginning of this. I cry. Yeah. Every time. Every it didn't stop. Yeah. It didn't stop, and then it just. I didn't care anymore. Yeah, but I'm, but that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm in the, pro I'm getting more training. I'm, I'm training and getting more insights, more wisdom. Um, yeah. Breathing, get breathing more, and just really getting, getting, getting to know more about Tanya and being more comfortable with myself. Um, and just focusing on family. You know, it's a lot of family stuff going on right now. And, oh, yeah. And just, just, just doing me right now. Just loving on me. Stuff like that. That's what I'm doing. I absolutely love that. Prioritizing self-care. That's what I call it. Yes. Like, you know, taking care of yourself is the best way to take care of the world. Yes. Yes. You know, you, yes. you all are helping and a tremendous amount of people. Like, yeah, they need to hear your voice, but at the same time, I need you to be okay too. Yes, oh, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm and I'm still here and I'm 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 still being of service. Um, um anything that, that I can do. Um voluntarily or with the family i'm open for that um just know that it. i'm still in training and, and i'm still learning and growing and i'm, I'm i just want to be happy I, I i love it and we definitely will talk more yes we, we we definitely will you're way too close for us not to yes yeah you're right down the road so Don't you got them kardashians <laughs> yeah, it's so funny when you see like i'm not a i'm not a starstruck type person so when i pass by i'm in the grocery stores it, it, you know like i don't know i just keep it moving yeah. like you got your impact you doing what you're doing and you know i keep it moving that's true i know so mo neek i say mo neek i keep saying mo like <laughs> mo neek i want you to kind of just Take us home with where do you see the conduits going? Like, what is vision-wise? Where? Who are the people we're trying to help? You know, things like that, so people can get a sense of it. Thank you. It's a great question, and it's what's been going on and what's going to continue to grow. So we're looking for generational health, wealth, and well-being for the world. We're looking to reach the world. We're starting in our towns. We're starting in our families, in our homes. Right now, we're work I'm working with a few people. Mama's working with a few people. Tanya is minimizing that she just did her first coaching session, and it yeah. was amazing. I was so proud of her. And you know, it really is creating a space so that others can get to know themselves and know yeah. the health and the innate wisdom that's inside of them. So the future of Conduits Do It is that mama's going to continue to lead the charge and we're going to continue to run right behind her and <laughs> right next to her. And I know she always says, she always try to hand it off to us like the torches, hand it off. Uh, she is absolutely right because we've no, been no. working with people a long time and it really is, the direction is, to help heal the world one heart at a time right i, I love yeah. that Amen. i love it because it's it's the right way y'all are doing it from the inside out yeah you're you're doing it from the house like i remember 
not having my home in order, but doing things outside and my kids looking at me like, wait, what? Where are you going again? Like, wait, what, bro? Like, we don't get that here. How you give that out there? Come on. And seeing that y'all got it at home, it's why it's coming out is great. And I love the other thing you said, Monique, about you all been doing it for so long. For me, Tanya, that was one of the biggest gifts that it happened when we were in in London, actually, Dr. Bill Pettit. Mm. I came off the stage and he said to me how he loved how I use my lived experience as my education. Yes. Wow. Like I didn't have to go to school because my thing was, well, you know, mom's been doing this for 30 years. Michael's been doing this for 30 years. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. This is the role I'm sitting on. And I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, he was like, no, that lived experience like that. You've been through the the storm that you came out at that. You that's what people are looking for. They ain't looking for the, the fancy words we can say in a sense that settled me a lot. Yes. Kind of really settled me a lot to just yeah, show too. up for the work. Me yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I first started um, a baby, I, everybody had um, things behind their name. So one day it occurred to me to just put a comma and G-O-D. <laughs> hey. And that's that's what I did, you know, and then lucky for me. Um, with credentials like that, I felt like I could go anywhere and do anything, anything. with anybody. And so um, later I went back to school and, you know, uh, got my master's and all that different stuff. And my kids went with me for my graduation. But all we're doing now, uh, the future of Kind Do Us Do It is that for years we have built castles up in the sky. There's castles up in the sky. And now, we're laying a foundation under them. Mm. It's a spiritual thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Boy, I love me some y'all. Boy, I love <laughs> me some y'all. Boy. Like, I mean, just the, I've, I've been so blessed to have mothers who have accepted that spiritual role for me throughout my life and attached to me at moments to help grow and, and develop me to get and I mean Bev, I just thank you for, for being that in this community and and helping me uh even the notes when she sent me she'll send me a note every now and then like I'm seeing you you're moving you're moving like <laughs> make sure you take care of yourself yeah you know and and I, I absolutely love that I, I really do and I, I'm so thankful you all were able to to all get here um and we will get Janique you know, she's, she'll get yeah. her own show, maybe, you know, yes. but I, I just really it's thank y'all baby. for being here, sharing and pointing to those fundamental things that help us create this impact in the world that we're talking about, our impact zone, our blue dot, you know, our space within, um, no matter what you call it, you know, it's, it's within us all. And I, I just thank you all for the demonstration of it and for the expressing it. And so, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for joining me on another episode of Creating Impact Power by the Impact Zone.